Welcome into the official. We have a great show for you this week, as always. And look at me. I'm I don't have home field on. I'm fresh off of a flight. I, you know, flew to Indianapolis, had an overnight trip, came back here. Now we're recording. Um, so, you know, pardon the um, the dress shirt here. But uh, anyway, so what we're going to do this week is a mock draft. We've been rolling these out periodically once a month. Um, as the off or the off season goes along to see how things change, how ADP changes, kind of creating our own little rookie ADP between the three of us or freshman ADP. And things changed quite a bit between Mach 1 and Mach 2. And now we are kicking off Mock Draft 3.0 rounds 1 and 2 tonight. So stick around and let's see who's moving up, who's moving down the draft boards. This is the official. <laughs> guys here everybody is in locked in are we ready to mock draft yep as ready. always as always i know you could probably mock every single day well you know we're gonna go through two rounds here usually we take plenty of time so i don't think there's any reason to do a whole lot other than just get right to it matt i don't know if this is a random generator or whatever but you are listed on the sheet as the 101 congratulations who's coming off the board first for you has anything changed or are we going to make it three mocks in a row with the same guy yeah no i actually uh it was not random i did put myself at one this week that's because <laughs> there is a change so i figured it at least makes things a little interesting okay um, here we go up until now rail has been the pretty consensus number one pick for us here uh as of late i am now flipping it to hudson um it's kind of been a combination of Hudson moving up, you know, even higher for me than Rail dropping down a tiny bit after, you know, an up and down Elite 11 performance where we would have liked to see a tad bit more from him. And then just Hudson going over his profile again and again. There's just, you know, I think it's pretty flawless. I think uh, there aren't really many concerns, if any at all. So, uh, you know, I'm confident with taking him to this number one spot now. I mean, you know, that is pretty bold. But like you said before, I mean, 2023 was a pretty decent wide receiver class. And you say he would have been your number one buyer. Is he the highest? I think he's the highest guy you've ever graded in three years of doing yeah. this now, three classes. So that seems pretty reasonable to go ahead and take him number one. Uh, David, you're up next, 102. So you technically could get a big time value here. Yeah, I guess I will go with Dylan Rayola. Um, although I'm just looking at his, his on three confidence, it's Dwayne Haskins, uh, obviously rest in peace, but, um, I think it's, you know, his lack of rushing, which probably is why that comp is in there. But, um, yeah, I think he's, I think we don't have to say a ton on him. Obviously I think, honestly, I think sand might be a, a higher floor, but I do think Rayola has got a really high ceiling. Like he only started playing quarterback as a freshman, can throw like a 90 mile per hour fastball, stuff like that. So uh, I'll just go with Rayola. Okay. No one's going to fault you for that. Um, I think I'm going to go with Mylon Graham. He is now my wide receiver two. 
in the class, and I haven't taken a receiver this high. Uh, well, no, I guess I guess I have, but um, anyway, it's a different receiver. I've taken some some other guys as my first receiver off the board, but you know, I think Graham, the stars are aligning here. He's a great prospect. I've got him graded high. You've got him graded high. Ohio State, whatever. This is kind of not that difficult. Um, I will just going back to Micah Hudson, Mika Hudson. He has not committed yet. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. So Last I checked, sure. it's still projected Texas Tech. Texas Tech, which honestly, that's just a little weird, but uh, for such an elite guy. But, um, you know, could be huge dividends uh, on stats, which is what we care about. All right. Back to you, Matt. For the 104, uh, you're gonna you're gonna play quarterback collector like you've been doing. Well, I didn't take a quarterback first this time, so now I have to you know get my quarterback yeah. in here second. I, I, I did go. I did move Sane up in my rankings. He's now in my tier one with Rayola, uh, which there honestly isn't a huge grading gap between them anymore. Uh, I I just think he's so ready to go at this point, and with how uh, not great the Bama quarterback room is currently. Uh, you know, they don't even have someone who's a real favorite. I mean, Milrow maybe at this point. But I, I, I doubt any of those guys are going to be the starter next season. The one following the season when Sane is there. I think there's a legitimate chance he could play year one unless they bring in a transfer. All right. I don't hate it. I mean, I think that's just – he's moved up for me too. He's my QB too. And, yeah, he did close the gap between him and Rayola. I'm with you there. David, 105. I'll go with uh, Jeremiah Smith. Um, I know Alfred, you're off of him. I just hey, we were know, just was... talking offline. I'm gonna go reevaluate. I haven't put the nail in the coffin yet. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, I'm not I have like been off. Just... You're right. I have been. No, I, I like it. I like how you're not gonna hedge at all. It's you should just stick to that. No, I, so. He's just an Ohio State five-star receiver. I mean, that's my analysis. Fair. That's fair. I think that's fair. <laughs> um, and uh, all right, well, we can just move on to me then. I think that's totally reasonable as well. You know, gosh, this is a little tough because I don't – I think I can probably wait two more picks to get my next guy – I feel like I just don't like the same guys as you, so I can always kind of give my guys. I'm going to go Nathaniel Frazier here. Um, you know, he's my third-graded running back. He's he's going to Georgia, and I know a big wide receiver guy really values that college production a whole lot. But at the end of the day, I mean, he's 215 pounds. He's going to Georgia, and we might have to wait a few seasons, but I guess it doesn't bother me at the top of the draft. I'm still looking for NFL upside, and I think – his tape looks good. Georgia feels that they want to get him in their class. I mean, I'm going to defer to a blue chip program that has put a ton of running backs in the in the NFL, you know, and I'll just supplant with like a G5 running back for a few years or something like that. But I think this puts him on a track for NFL, you know, day two pick. He's got good enough, you know, density that he can be a three down back. We know he can catch a little bit. I think he's a pretty interesting prospect. I, I kind of I kind of like him quite a bit, even though there's that weird thing with the, the high school production and, and all that. So I'm always a little wild card, but the Georgia signing really kind of just sealed it for me. Like if Georgia says he's that good, then I think I'm okay with it. Matt, moving on. I know you, you made a vomit face when I took him there. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I have dropped him down significantly since the uh, Georgia signing. So. Yeah, I mean, that bumped him for me. It took him down for you. So we just kind of look at that differently. Um, I will just be going my quarterback route like normal. I'll be taking Aaron Nolan here, quarterback, Ohio State. Uh, I think I've talked about on like the three past episodes I've been on, not including last week since I wasn't here. So I don't think I really need to dive into it. I think he's the next Ohio State quarterback, and uh, he's a good player. All right, so we got a few guys uh, here bumping up from kind of into the first round, Julian Sayan, Frazier, and Noland now jumping up into the top half of the first round. So they're kind of leapfrogging some guys. David, are you going to keep that trend going, or what, where are you going here? 108. Um, I think I'm going to grab a running back. I'm going to grab Cam Davis. I... I'll just start with the – I don't love that he plays quarterback in high school. Like, I think there might be a little bit of a, you know, a little slower transition because of that. But I just – he's got – he's 5'9 and a half, 210 already, super dense player, really strong lower half, really good change of direction and burst, uh, breaks tackles, Catches pat like he's really good at catching passes in the camp setting. Obviously, he's a quarterback, so he doesn't have any receiving stats. But it's pretty obvious that he's a three-down skill set if you look at this camp stuff. So, and Florida State's I think a pretty good a pretty good spot to be. Um, All right, yeah. I mean, I, I like him. I think I took him as the first running back off the board in mock draft number two. So, um, you know, I think that's right around the right spot for him. I'll make this quick. I'm going DJ Lagway. He's still my uh, quarterback three. And, you know, even, you know, Billy Napier couldn't hold AR down. He's going to be the week one starter in the NFL after being drafted in the top five. That's kind of a non sequitur, but I'm just saying, like, Florida's not the kiss of death. If you're good, you're good. And so, um, you know, I think Lagway can be utilized as a dual threat. That we love that for fantasy, and um, I'm I'm happy to take him here and get a quarterback instead of wait. I think last time I waited way too long, and you guys scooped them all up. So I'm I'm taking one here. Matt, one ten, round out the first round here. Uh, no, one more pick out. Three more. Picks. Well, I know, but like, there's, there's a, sorry, it's the last, it's the last three picks of the first round. So like, we're uh, uh, we're, so we're rounding third base. I understand. I understand. Um, yeah, I would have taken Lagway here if you didn't, just to continue my QB collecting, but uh, he's gone. I'll go with Cam Coleman, wide receiver, Texas A&M. Yeah. Um, probably one of the highest upside uh, guys, wide receivers in this class. Extremely young, extremely athletic. Uh, I'd like to see him increase his production last year, but he's playing on you know a team that had other uh, FBS, uh, FBS starters last season in uh, Carmel English, now in Michigan. Uh same school that developed uh, Justin Ross too. He's you kind of that big body type there as well. So I, I, I like him. I don't exactly love Texas A&M. We'll see what they are this year, but uh, I'm comfortable taking him here at the back of the first. Yeah, sounds good. Um, he was taken right there last time as well. So I think we're we're pretty even there. Uh, David, one eleven here. One eleven. I'll go with um, I'll go with Mike Matthews. Um, he's not the most refined receiver at this point. Um, he was actually viewed as a as a five star safety prospect early in his career. 
spends a lot of time playing basketball, high level basketball player that had a P five offer early in his career. Um, just needs to put more time into receiver. I feel like, um, and really refine his game, but like has all the athletic tools you, you could want in a high end receiver. And the Tennessee system is, is quite juicy. So I think he'll at the very least produce really well on the, on the college side. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I need to, he's another guy. I mean, Jeremiah Smith, Mike McAfee, these are guys I've been off of through most of the process, but I need to go look back at these guys. Cause you know, I'm the only one who's way off. And when I'm the only one, I think I gotta I gotta make sure I'm doing looking at it the right way. Okay, I got back to back picks here, and I like that because there's two guys I'm going to make. Um, uh, I'm gonna make Landon Thomas a first round pick, even though he could have been the first pick of the second round. Um, I really like he's my TE one. I think that um, FSU is probably a good place they've used, um, you know, I don't know if he'll play full-blown TE. He could play kind of like a, um, what is it, Johnny Wilson, kind of that type of role. He could play a little outside as well. I think he's a really intriguing prospect, and Chris Moxie would be proud. Obviously, he has not been drafted here before at 22 picks way ahead, but I've gone through the tight ends, and I like him the best, so I'm going to take it, even though it's probably early. Um, cause I don't think you guys are as high on him. And then, oh, let's go with, oh, I'm glad to get this guy. I really like Brian Wesco, um, going to Clemson. Uh, I think he's a, he's a pretty good player. The more I watch, the more I like him. Um, and I don't know how long Garrett Riley will stay there, but as long as Garrett Riley's there, I think that offense is going to be pretty exciting. So, um, you know, year one, we don't expect that much, but I think year two, he could come in. So, David, uh, looks like we're reversing order. So, you're up with 202. Um, I'll just take Jaden Riddell. He's, you know, another Georgia tight end, 86 percentile athlete, shows, you know, really good body control and hands and hits uh, 21.2 miles per hour. Um, good basketball player, all that stuff. So, yep, I like it. Back, Max, to you. All right, I'll be taking Quentin Martin, uh, running back, Penn State. He's a uh, you know pretty long and decently sized. I mean, for a while he's listed in one eighties, but now he's up to two hundreds. Luckily, good athlete, uh, a very very high end receiver. I think. Uh, you know, Penn State, one of the best, you know, strength and conditioning programs out there. I think they can bulk them up even more and you could become a pretty elite producer in college. You could be next up after Katron and Singleton there, kind of arriving at a perfect time. Yeah, I like the spacing between the two who are there now and, and when he comes in. And, you know, speaking of the strength and conditioning, I was going through Bruce Feldman's freak list. There's, they're all Penn State. I mean, I, I don't, I didn't count how many, but I think it was at least five or six of the top 100 freaks in the nation are Penn State. So either they're, it's probably a combination of recruiting a certain type, and then also, you know, uh, advancing them once they get on campus. But that was crazy to see so many Penn State guys there. Um, all right, so back to me. Oh, geez. Uh, I think that I like um, going to go with uh, t another tight end. 
Um, and I'm going to go Caleb Odom. He's my second, and he's going to Alabama since our last mock. And, I mean, I just like that too. So um, I think we like this tight end class. I think it's weak-ish in some of the other places. So I'm happy to kind of, you know, restock uh, – if this was a real team, restock with a few tight ends maybe this year because I think there's a, a lot of strong prospects in that position group. David, 205. I'll go with a running back. Um, I'm always – I'm like – I have Taylor Tatum and Jordan Marshall like really close together, and they're I think they're both relatively safe players. Um, I don't know. I think I'll go with Taylor Tatum, I guess, just because uh, he's got a little bit more juice. I think he's got a little more top end on, on uh, Tatum. So Tatum is a uh, 74th percentile athlete. Um, top end is 21.6 miles per hour. He's also like a really good baseball player, so it just speaks to his overall athleticism. I, I don't know. Apparently, he plans on playing baseball at Oklahoma. I don't. You never really know with these guys. Like they just say that, and then do they are, are they going to follow through on it? Yeah. I'm not really sure, but uh, I think he's a pretty safe player. All right, Matt, you're up next. Yeah, I was actually hoping David did not say Jordan Marshall there because that's who I wanted. So I'll be going Jordan Marshall running back Michigan. Uh, I, I really love the combination of uh, just, you know, his extremely good production profile, uh, really good athletic profile too. And then going to Michigan on top of it, I think he easily clears uh, Cole Caban and uh, Benjamin Hall once he gets on campus. Yeah, I like Caban a little bit, but I think Hall, yeah, I mean, that's pretty – Pretty easy one uh, for him to jump. Um, all right, now it's back to me here. I think I'm going to go with Harry Thompson. Um, you know, Auburn's been a rough place for offense, but Hugh Freeze should be able to do something there. Um, you know, we just saw him at Liberty where they had quite a passing attack. And so um, you like that? And he should, I mean, he should play as a freshman. This should be an immediate impact type guy, um, at least from an athletic standpoint. So Perry Thompson feels pretty good right there. Uh, David, you're up. I'll go with um, I guess Draylon Miller. I don't know, just to mix things up. I took him like way high last time, and I was like, "That was probably dumb." Yeah, he's in your tier one, isn't he? Yeah, I really, I really like him. Um, yeah, he's my kind of player. Does you know one of those like triple threats on on offense and special teams, all that? Yeah, exactly. He's 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 uh, kind of a do it all type player with like a like a running back build, mm -hmm. which I kind of like that. So go with him. All right, back to you, Matt. Two oh nine. I'll be going uh, just to continue this RB spree. I'll take Johan Cardenas here. Oh, running back Vanderbilt. Um, I think there's a good chance he steps on the field, the year one starter. I mean, Cedric Alexander there, so he got pretty good play this year, and he's you know, 180 pound back. Uh, I think Cardenas is significantly better talent, workhorse size, uh, extremely good testing. Uh, I think he's 
as like our third highest athletic scoring class. It's extremely powerful and uh, pretty good speed at his size too. I, I think he's uh, a pretty sure thing at this stage to be at least a very high end college producer, and I think he has the athletic upside to you know be something in the NFL. Yeah, I, I can't hate it at all. I think that's that's fun. And, you know, it's still early. These guys haven't signed yet. I mean, there's a chance he gets on someone's radar and doesn't wind up at Bandy or even right, we, plays I want great Bandy. year one and transfers. Is, no, I just keep him there. Well, I, yes, for, for production and workhorse stuff. But, like, I don't know. Is the NFL going to draft a guy high out of Bandy? I, they'll draft him at least day three. Oh, yeah, but I would hope day two. But, yeah, anyway, I, I think he's a great – I like him. I didn't know he'd go. I guess it looks like he went – he's nine higher than last time. So he went, in the, he went in our second part two of the mock number two. So I thought I could wait. He was definitely a guy I was already looking at. So good, good call there. Um, my dog is going insane behind me, so I apologize to everyone. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, this might be early, but let's make it, uh, well, no, let's, we're going to switch it up. I, I want to go, uh, Kedron Young. I really like, you know, size speed. It's a fairly weak class. I think he's going to go to Notre Dame and they're going to feed him the rock. I mean, I think it's a good landing spots for production. And he, you know, the main knock is like not tons of lateral agility, but he might be a guy who could make it work, you know, very fast and already like 220 pounds, I believe. Um, so, David, you are up for last two picks here, David and then Matt. Uh, this is a guy I feel like I'm probably higher than most on, which is usually bad for me, but uh, TJ, TJ Moore, I just... I just think he's super fluid. I he's young for the class. He scored like five different ways, you know. He he had two rushing TDs, you know, a bunch of receiving TDs, kicking, kick return, punt return, and interception return. Uh, you know, he plays in Florida, not the highest level in Florida, which is one. I guess that's one of the concerns there is he doesn't play like great competition. I think his SOS was like fourteen or something, so that's not great, but. He dominated nonetheless. Um, I like that he works. I, I think he's a good route runner. I think he knows what to do. He stems pretty well. Um, and I think he can win at all three levels. And he actually works back to the ball, which I like. Um, he'll actually like kind of attack the ball in the air. Um, so I, I'm a fan of him. I feel like I'm a little too high on him maybe, but I'll just roll with it for now. All right, Terrence Moore, uh, a.k.a. TJ Moore. And then, Matt, the last pick, who is going to be Mr. Irrelevant for the top two rounds here um, for freshman 2024 draft? Uh, yeah, I'll be taking my tight end here in Davon Mitchell, uh, tight end going to Oklahoma, mm -hmm. uh, recently reclassified from 2025, so he's going to be extremely young in the class. He's very athletic, great route runner, uh, Good blocker. I feel like he's a complete package there. Oklahoma features the tight end pretty good. And uh, I, I find it I, – I imagine he'll be uh, able to get on the field relatively quickly. So uh, I think he's kind of a slam dunk pick at this point. Okay, slam dunk pick with the 212. Um, all right, so let's recap these teams here. Um, and, you know, if you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and drop in the comments who you think walked away with the best – 
freshman class here. We got Matt taking his QB2, I guess. He's not your QB1. But Julian saying Aaron Nolan, back-to-back QBs to start. Cam Coleman, Quinton Martin, Jordan Marshall. Uh, I Johan think Park. I think there's something wrong with that. It's not showing Mika Hudson. Oh, are you oh. scroll 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 up? Oh, yep, you're right. So Mika Hudson first, then Saylen, Nolan, Cam Coleman, Quentin Martin, Jordan Marshall, Johan Cardenas, Davon Mitchell. David went with still most everyone's 101, which is Dylan Raiola. So got a little value there at 102. Jeremiah Smith, Cam Davis, Mike Matthews. That's a pretty strong four four man start there. Um, and then Jade Riddell. You know, most people's TE1, Taylor Tatum, Draylon Miller, Terrence Moore. And then I went Mylon Graham, uh, Nate Frazier, DJ Lagway, Landon Thomas. I really like those top four. Then I started getting a little bit quirky. Bryant Wesco, Caleb Odom for another tight end, Perry Thompson, and Kedron Young. I think it was a um, – I you know, I, I probably jumped the gun on the tight ends there, but those are the guys I like, and I actually think there's a class to maybe load up on tight ends. What do you, what do you guys think about that? Now that we've kind of rounding into folks a little more, we did our tight end show, so kind of really talked about them a little bit differently uh, and more in depth. Do you feel like that's true? Uh, yes. I, I wouldn't take the guys you took this early, but I, I yeah, do think it's a very good tight end class. Yeah. Okay. There's a bunch of other names I still like too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as we'll we've definitely see them the in class, the second part. I agree. I think there's still quite a number of guys. I think it's a class. There's not that many elite guys I'm super duper excited about. But once you get down, like honestly, the day twos of these drafts, I've liked better because I'm not as worried about like picking the elite guy. And there's a lot of fun, projectable guys. Um, but there's not as much sure things I feel like as in some years past. So you kind of, I mean, you got to draft somebody, but I feel like I'm not, the, the first round is harder for me because there's no, there's not as much sureness as there has been in the past. So anyway, all right, well, good stuff. We actually came in under half an hour. That's crazy. Um, but I guess we're getting a little more used to this whole process with the, uh, with the mocks. I'll bring everybody back in here. Um, so thanks, guys. Mock 3.0 rounds one and two is in the books. Next month, we will bring you Mock Draft 3.0 part two. We'll do rounds three and four. And until then, this has been the official. Thank <laughs> you.